Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. It's me, Eartha. Come on in and make yourself comfortable. I'm so happy that you're joining me today. Today, we're going to talk about a different form of art. Last time, I shared about photography. And the motivation of my discussion last time came from psychology.com. Well, while I was thumbing through the information from psychology.com, I came across another resource that I would love to share with you today. Before I get started, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And I'd like to thank Mary Lou and Sam for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to you wherever you go. Okay, so let's get sculpting. <laughs> yes, the art of sculpting. That's what we're going to talk about today and what it has to do with mindfulness. Yeah, what does it have to do with mindfulness? Well, it's on a mindfulness topic, again, from PositivePsychology.com, and has to do with authenticity. May I share the definition according to Goldman and Karras from 2002, the definition of authenticity. As I read this, reflect on maybe what you consider your definition of authenticity is. Okay, so here we go. Authenticity is the unimpeded operation of one's core or true self in one's daily enterprise. And this is, again, from Goldman and Karras, 2002. And I'm happy to share the resources down in the description of this podcast so you can check it out as well. So accordingly, let me continue, that an authentic person is aware of his or her inner world and can honestly consider information about the self, behaves in line with his or her values and needs, and is genuine in his or her close relationships. In other words, authenticity means to know yourself and to act accordingly. Okay, so how do you feel about that definition? Would you add anything, take anything away? Does it match a little bit of what you're feeling authenticity is? Sometimes our everyday busyness and our roles of life, it almost seems like it kind of gets in the way of our authenticity. That's what went through my mind when I read that. And I had a a renewed 
if I could use that word, appreciation of using skills of mindfulness because it seems to, the mindfulness practice seems to help uh, stay connected with, with the true you, the person who you are. And you always know. You always know your true self. I don't think that goes away. It's just expressing and being comfortable um, acting as your true self. I think that's a, a challenge. And so as I read this paper, The Metaphor of David, I, I thought it was a great metaphor. Now, as far as artwork and sculpting, that is probably not my favorite form of art. I I appreciate other forms of art, but that's just me. But I thought the metaphor was fantastic. And so I hear I would like to, and you probably have heard this metaphor in other uh, classes or talks or things like that. So bear with me if you've heard this before. Um, be open to it. You may not like uh, sculpting <laughs> uh, either, but let's just take the metaphor. The Italian artist Michelangelo was once asked, wow, how, how do you sculpt such a complicated sculpture? And uh, they were referring to his creation of the masterpiece, David. Now, this is not a direct quote. This is me putting it in uh, Earthless words. <laughs> but that's the idea. Okay. So, Michelangelo replied, I saw David in the marble. The only thing that I did was remove the unnecessary pieces to bring David out of the marble. Now, I've heard this metaphor before a few times. And when I read about it this time, what really came through was Michelangelo was a visionary. And maybe speaking or maybe you even can relate this to yourself. You may be very good at something, maybe designing. And you see the possibilities of what can be. And let me maybe if you're redoing a house and I'm going to try to keep close to this metaphor and not to, um, get too off too much off track. But I, I think there's a connection. I think there's a bridge. And if there's not, I apologize, but I would like to share this with you. When, when someone buys a house and they're really good with different skills and crafts, and the house could be in shambles, but 
that when the person looks at the house, they see something beautiful. And so they look at what the house will be. And so they're adjusting and taking away and readjusting to bring out the beauty of the house, the authenticity of that house. And so how does this relate to mindfulness? <laughs> We're talking about sculpturing, art, building a house, redoing a house. I, th- I think that we continually build ourselves. We continually review and look at ourselves. I think that's a healthy thing to do to reassess. Things around us are changing. Environments are changing. Technology is changing. How are we keeping true to our authentic self, our authentic values, our likes, our dislikes, our strengths? One thing that is suggested and how to use this metaphor in a mindful way is to capture and to take a moment, a mindful moment, and really get in touch with who who we are, our authentic self. It's may, it may have been a long, long time since we've done this. And then look at what is taking us away from our authentic self. Maybe false ideas about what happiness means. The media has a big influence on happiness, what it means, what it should mean. I mean, it's, it's pretty constant. But is it really true to what, to what your definition of happiness is? Is it true to your values? Or do you feel a little bit forced or and if you if you kind of go against the grain, go against your community's grain, you're kind of frowned upon. You uh, maybe you're you're thought of as oh come on loosen up, uh, you know just kind of join us. It you'll get used to it. <laughs> Is that taking you away from you? So false ideas about happiness. Another thing that may get in the way of our authentic self is negative and self-critical beliefs about ourselves. Our our self-talk. Are we starting our conversation with ourselves about what we can't do? Or if I had you know, we put our, our limitations on ourselves. Cause then we start our sentence with, if I, or I wish I should have, are we starting those conversations and placing those big slabs of, of marble negative structures that's preventing us from coming out in our authentic self? Unrealistic expectations about the future. Who knows what the future brings? And who says 
you know, things are unrealistic. Maybe it, things are realistic. We just need to educate or find a mentor. But if we're holding ourselves back about the expectations and, you know, if, like, if we're thinking about, like, sailing a boat, but we don't know how to even sail a boat, that's kind of unreal, un- unrealistic. Unless you take classes and you get the practice time and you work with a, um, a mentor, now it's becoming real. So what kind of world are we living in? Are we living in a, a world of unrealistic expectations and then expect those around us to kind of mold themselves into our unrealistic world? And all along, we're losing who we are on the inside. How about the last one um, is a strong motivation guided by fear or rejection. Are we participating or having values about something uh, to fit in because we have a fear of rejection, a fear of, of not having being accepted? And that is a very strong fear. I, I read an article not too long ago about how children with ADHD, they uh, sometimes they develop this rejection um, syndrome because in their world, their world is full of rejections, so to speak. Uh, they're different. They're learning how to manage their ADHD. And so they get a lot of negative stimuli, a a lot of negative reinforcements, a lot of no's, a lot of you can't, a lot of you're doing things out of social acceptance. And after a while, that builds up. and And so they begin to develop a strong negative self talk and they develop a adaptive uh, behavior of you know they're used to being re- they're used to being rejected and so you know um, is that part is that part keeping us away from our authentic self and so as we review the metaphor of David is looking at the the sculpture is reflecting of the self and that that self is always there. However, it is hidden in a block of marble, the marble of things that's taking us away from ourself. False ideas about what happiness is, negative or self-critical beliefs, um, a fear of rejection. And there may be other exterior things that is keeping our authentic self from coming through. Does that make sense? A, a little bit. If, if we look at the, the house uh, metaphor and we only see the torn up plaster the stained walls, 
the tore-up grass that's brown. If we only see the ripped-off doors and we're not allowing ourselves to think and look at our talents, the things that we're good at, but because of, you know, who wants to buy a shack? We don't want to spend our time dealing with that. That's going to be a lot of work. You know, if we're influenced by what other people put upon us. What if it turns out wrong? What if you have to start over again? And so, you take your dream, you take that possibility, you stick it back in your heart pocket, and you walk away with the thought, ah, I could have done something with that house. If only. And so we kind of add to the marble that takes us away from ourselves. I'd like to thank you for joining me and come back as I continue to chisel away at the metaphor of David. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Ruth's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com. 